It's podcasting time! This is Just Another Jerk, Dispatches from Japan. A podcast hosted, produced, and everything else by Just Another Jerk with a podcast. And it's about Japan. So, hey! I am said jerk with a podcast, and I usually respond to the name Jonathan, or John. I've gone by both versions in my life. My mother is convinced I probably started using John as a kid because it was a lot easier to write, you know, three letters against eight. Probably something to that. Was I a lazy kid? Maybe. Or it could just be that writing is hard when you're a little dude. So yeah, full name. Jonathan Carl Isaacson, that's me. Please remember to sub wherever it is you listen to your pods on the reg. And that's inappropriate. I am way too old to be talking like that. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Chrome, not Chrome, CastBox, there we go. Some other podcatchers probably. Remember to rate, review, and share the podcast as well. Start a guerrilla marketing campaign on my behalf. That'd be awesome. Go ahead, do it. So have you ever thought about garbage, rubbish, whatever you want to call it, where you live? Now, I imagine a lot of you have because it's certainly becoming more and more of a problem in the world. I mean, China isn't accepting plastic for recycling anymore, at least not last I heard. You know, not that a lot of that plastic or other stuff you try recycling actually gets recycled anyway. I mean, look it up. It's pretty frustrating. But in some cases, um, depending on whose math you're using, it's actually more environmentally friendly to landfill that recycling. Yeah. So, I mean, recycling, it isn't as cut and dry as you might wish it to be. Now, I mean, I know it's just one source, but you should check out a two-parter um, in, from NPR's Planet Money podcast. The first episode is called A Mob Boss, A Garbage Boat, and Why We Recycle. The second episode is So, Should We Recycle? Interesting listen. Check it out. Again, it's just one source, so you should totally look for other sources before making up your own mind. But yeah, garbage is a major problem these days. So what about Japan? How is Japan doing on the garbage front? Well, by some metrics at least, better than the U.S., but not better than the world average, at least in terms of per capita garbage production. According to a publication from the World Bank in 2018, the global per capita per day average total is 0.74 kilograms of waste. Japan comes in at 0.95 kilograms, so not great, but not terrible either, especially when you compare it to other countries in the OECD. Um, so, for example, the UK weighs in at 1.33 kilograms, the US at 2.24 kilograms, um, Canada 1.94 kilos, Denmark, surprisingly, um, weighs in with a hefty 2.17 kilograms. So again, Japan, 0.95 kilograms. World average, 0.74 kilos. So at least by some measures within the OECD countries, Japan is actually doing okay with its waste. But there are certainly areas in need of improvement. And the big one is single-use plastic. Truly pointless single-use plastic. Now, anyone who has ever gone grocery shopping in Japan 
will know exactly what I'm talking about all too well. Everything is wrapped in plastic. Many times there are two layers of plastic. Yeah. So let's take, for example, cookies or biscuits, if you are so inclined to call them. Prime example here. So I'm from the U.S., as pretty much anyone listening to this is well aware. And yeah, as I noted, the U.S. isn't really a good exemplar of, you know, best practices when it comes to waste production. But for this comparison, it's useful. So I grew up with things like Chips Ahoy chocolate chip cookies. And if I remember correctly, at least when I was growing up, there wasn't any plastic really with the Chips Ahoy packaging. The outer bag was some type of paper. It might have been plastic coated, maybe wax coated. I'm not sure exactly. But the bag, it wasn't primarily a plastic bag. Inside, you had two sleeves of cookies. And those sleeves were basically, you know, cooking paper in, you know, cookie sleeve bag form. You know, it's it's a lot of paper. I think it might have been wax paper, you know, and things like that. So not just simple paper, but it wasn't plastic, you know, per se. So let's look at one of Japan's more popular chocolate chip cookie brands. Country Ma'am. That's the name. Japan has weird names for, for lots of its products that use strange English or strange French or strange German. They, you know, whatever. You know, so anyway, Country Ma'am. So for starters, the number of cookies in a package of Country Ma'am cookies is much smaller than the number of cookies in a package of Chips Ahoy. However... The Country Ma'am outer bag is, of course, plastic. Now, inside the bag is a tray to keep the cookies from getting squished. The tray, also plastic. You know, and then you get to the individually wrapped cookies, which are, of course, wrapped in plastic because, you know, why wouldn't you individually wrap your chocolate chip cookies? You know, I'll be completely honest. I don't buy Country Ma'am or any cookies, really. You know, they're all the same. They're all just covered in plastic. I don't buy cookies in Japan, and the plastic overwrap is one of the main reasons. The supermarket is just full of examples of too much plastic. Almost every vegetable and fruit are wrapped in unnecessary plastic. Even bananas are sold, wrapped in plastic bags. Bananas. Fruit that has its own wrapper. And that is, you know, it's already in a nice, easily carryable bunch. For some reason, needs to be plastic bagged. And then there's the whole gift-wrapped fruit I talked about a couple episodes. It has its own extra layer of plastic wrap. I mean, everything, it seems, must be wrapped in plastic. It's as if Christo and Jean-Claude were in charge of everything. Pop art joke for the win. Woo. Um, but yeah, plastic everywhere. But there are at least some positive steps being taken. Even if they're minor, I mean, they're taking some steps. You know, more and more stores have been charging money for plastic bags at checkout. So I remember when I first moved to Japan... And the supermarket in my little town started doing this. And this, you know, this must have been at this point 15 years ago. So, you know, some slightly progressive ideas in the little max value in Kitsukata. All right. Right on. But they started charging for plastic bags. 
And almost immediately, everyone began bringing their own fabric shopping bags. And starting next month, I think it is, pretty much every store, including convenience stores. And so here's another, you know, recent ep- recent uh, episode plug. Go check out the, the uh, convenience store episode. Even convenience stores will start charging for plastic bags at checkout. Now, it's certainly only a drop in the bucket. It's not as though plastic bags will be banned like they are in some places. But if my experience is anything to go by, at least a sizable percentage of people will start, you know, bringing their own fabric bags and stop using plastic bags most of the time, at least, you know, on the regular. So good, I suppose. One more thing to talk about with garbage in Japan, and this is another one that anyone who's lived here can attest to, and it's the sorting that needs to be done when you put out your garbage. So Japan, nobody has wheelie bins. Sorry, U.S., British English just has a much better word for this one. Look it up if you don't know. Wheelie bins. So, Japan, no wheelie bins. Instead, they're usually rubbish or garbage drop-off points around the neighborhood. You know, usually they've got these heavy-duty nets or some kind of cage to put, you know, the garbage in to prevent the murder crows from getting at the garbage. Our crows are enormous here. Trust me, they're, they're, they're... They 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 are scary. If if they get if if a crow got angry in Japan, you would be in a lot of trouble. So I mean, yeah. So garbage dro- the garbage drop off points the, the the collection points they have these nets or like their little cage that you put your garbage inside for the garbage trucks to come pick up. You know, in a lot of larger apartment buildings like the place that we live right now, there's a designated spot right on you know the, right by the the building where you put your garbage or your recycling out. Ours is, like I say, right behind our building. But for single-family houses or smaller apartment buildings, there's usually a collection point every block or so, and you have to put out your bagged garbage on the morning, uh, you know, the collection, the, the right morning, before the trucks come. Nothing really odd about that, I guess, um, but you do have to make sure that you are separating everything correctly. Now, where I live... There are four different varieties of garbage. Well, okay, five or six, depending, I guess, if you count all the special types that require a phone call. You know, oversized garbage, plant waste, things like that. You have to call and get, you know, special stickers and whatever. But where I live, there's four basic garbage types. We have household garbage, and it goes out on Mondays and Thursdays. Plastics go out on Tuesdays. Cans and bottles go out on Wednesdays. And then paper and cardboard goes out every other Tuesday. Other places have even more divisions than we do here in Sendai. A lot of places you have separate um, burnable and non-burnable from the house. We just put them all in one household waste. Other places do burnable and non-burnable household wastes. And you get this whole like visual dictionary of visual, I guess when we were like a glossary of what your waste is. It's, It's a reference book essentially for your garbage. So yeah, you, you have to divide your garbage into these, you know, four, five, six, however many categories your town has. The, and if you make a mistake, you know, put your put your garbage in the wrong bag, because yes, we have special bags that we have to buy at the supermarket. At least Sendai does it for burnable, no, sorry, the household garbage and plastics have special bags. Um, 
paper you can just put out in a paper bag or a cardboard box and then cans and bottles they have special they bring out special uh, crates every day every week that we just put them in but we have to buy special you know uh bags special plastic bags to put our garbage in garbage bags you know and if you put your garbage out the wrong way put it in the wrong bag or whatever the trash collectors will not take it they will slap a sticker on it saying it was improperly sorted and leave it for you to take care of the problem you know fix it on your own this obviously can be pretty intimidating and confusing for a lot of people who are moving to Japan from another country, you know, especially if there's a, a language barrier. And it leads to both funny and not-so-funny stories and anecdotes. Um, the not-so-funny stories are unfortunately, you know, pretty xenophobic. You will hear from time to time complaints about foreigners not knowing how to throw out their trash. And, of course, it's often framed in this way that it's, you know, the quiet part is, if they were Japanese, there wouldn't be any problem. It, this is a sadly common theme in Japanese life uh, for some foreigners, especially other Asian foreigners. Or, well, okay, non-white foreigners, let's be this. Okay, let's, let's put it out on the table. Non-white foreigners in particular, especially Chinese people living and staying in Japan. That's a whole nother can of worms that's worth talking about at some point. Uh, pretty heavy topic. So I'm not don't want to talk about it today, but just know Japan, there are some pretty xenophobic elements within society of Japan. I've dealt with it a few times, it's, you know, in my 16 years here. I've never felt threatened by it, but it is an issue here that you do run into from time to time, especially the Chinese residents and the Korean residents, um, be they short-term or long-term residents. They really seem to bear the brunt of a lot of the xenophobia. On a more lighthearted end of the whole anecdotes and stories about garbage are the stories about people having, you know, the whole garbage sorting system explained and the schedule explained entirely in Japanese, despite not having enough language skills, like the, the, the foreigners moving into Japan, figuring out the garbage, not having enough language skill to fully digest what's being said, you know, and, you know, the, the, the Japanese explainer smiling away and just going on and on in Japanese explaining do this 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 and you know punctuating all this japanese with single words of english like rules and the like you know things like that so i guess you know if you do ever find yourself staying in japan long enough to have to deal with garbage pickup make sure you do your research or find a helpful japanese person because there are plenty of them out there too i I don't want to I don't want to, you know, make it seem like all Japanese people are xenophobic. There are elements of that in society. There are also a lot of perfect, wonderful, lovely, super helpful people here in Japan. You know, make sure you are... So So if you come here and you're here long enough to deal with uh, rubbish, rubbish, garbage, whatever, find someone to help you. Make sure you're putting your rubbish out properly. Obviously, I don't think it should be this way, but... As a member of a really small minority community, you are seen as something of a representative for your group. Do your best to get it right and don't give the jerks, don't give the xenophobes any any ammunition. I know this is kind of tiptoeing into the whole respectability politics, and I'm not all about that. But in a society where the squeaky wheel doesn't get the grease, but rather the nail that sticks up gets hammered down... Sometimes it's best to choose your battles wisely, and Trash Day is not a hill worth dying on. 
this really went somewhere I wasn't intending to, a lot heavier, but, you know, Trash Day, there's a lot to talk about, and it kind of has a lot of, it's, everything's inter, interconnected in society, but we're going to end it right here. We can talk about those other things some other day when we're having a little heavier discussion and when I have more time to actually properly address it. So, that's all for today. You can find the Twitter for this podcast at Just Another Cast. At me with your stories of garbage woe in Japan or anywhere you didn't quite understand the rules. Hashtag garbage woe. Hashtag rubbish woe. You can email questions, comments, suggestions to justanotherjerkpodcast at gmail.com. There's also a Facebook page for the podcast. Search for Just Another Jerk Podcast. You should be able to find, like, and follow the page over there. Please remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. Rate, review, and share. So on that note, I'm out. Peace. Peace.